Hi everyone, in this podcast episode, I'll be talking about how can you awaken the creative side of your mind so you can use this energy into solving problems in your workplace and also in your personal life. Now, if you think about it, you know, the mind is something that's incredibly powerful. And the important thing about using the mind is this, if you are able to harness the creative active side of your mind, chances are you're able to use this knowledge in different ways. However, the thing that stops most people from tapping the creative side is this. Creativity, I believe, involves a need for vulnerability and a level of openness and flexibility when it comes to trying things that are different and new or trying things that you observe works in different environments and different industries um, and just being open to trying that in your industry as well. And the reason why I think a lot of people uh, get held back from tapping more into the creative side is this. They feel pretty fearful and they feel anxious when it comes to trying different things and also voicing their opinions because it's much more comfortable to fit into a group. It's much more comfortable to continue what you know. It's a little bit scary to try new things that, you know, you observe may work with some industries, but, you know, chances are you feel very anxious about about saying things because maybe you feel like people will criticize you or maybe you feel the idea is just so weird. But I think what is important to know is this, in when you want to get to a level of mastery in your chosen industry and field and also your goals as well, you have to be able to expand your knowledge in other areas. Uh, that also requires you to experiment with things that you think may possibly work. And when you do that, it also makes you look at problems a certain way. You look at troubleshooting problems through different angles. You look at the rules that govern of how you should solve things and, and then you begin to change them. And in a way, if you think about it, highly successful people are people I think are very creative when it comes to fixing problems, when it comes to dealing with problems, because that's the nature of their life. You know, usually uh, masters, I think, tend to occupy management positions within companies. And that also means that they, they are somehow the firefighters. People bring a lot of problems for them to fix. And in that way, you know, um, something I, I noticed about mas- masters in their industry is this. They have this ability to blend uh, their childlike spirit as well as have discipline. So in, in other words, what I'm trying to say is this. They have a perspective of how they see the world as new. They always have this mindset of, can they see things differently? Can they try things differently? At the same time, they have the discipline and focus and also some sort of work ethic that, that when plus together with this mindset itself, it becomes something that's unstoppable. Because if you had the mindset but did not have the discipline and work ethic, then you know, you don't, you're not able to execute what you think will be the right way or what is new they can try. Now, if you have the discipline and work ethic, but you don't have that mindset itself, then sometimes you can just feel like a robot as in you're executing, but nothing fresh or nothing comes new for you to try. So I believe that when it comes to activating the creative side of ourselves in our workplace, uh, this means is that we should have two components, I think, which is a high level of knowledge, openness about what we're doing, technically wise, as well as the flexibility and the mind, uh, the attitude to try this in different new ways. So what this means is um, you should be choosing the right creative tasks, as in you should pick something that you're able to obsess about and you're able to spend a lot of hours and you're willing to pay that price, as well as you should be able to loosen up and open up your mind 
through, through different creative strategies. And I think this is something that uh, it's important to develop because if we are not used to experimenting different ways of doing things or even achieving results, chances are when we are faced with a difficult situation that forces us to actually change, that's a time where sometimes you may not have that, that, that agility or the quickness to actually move very quickly because you're still trying to get used to the fact that you have to experiment with something different. Now, I think that after, after coming up with experiments and, and also choosing the right creative task to focus your energy on, the most important thing for to sustain positive change when it comes to being creative is to create an optimal mindset that you're continuously trying to tap in your creative side all the time. Um, and I think this is really important because anything that you don't use, you end up losing. And also I think when you have a creative mindset, that also means that you always have questions you ask yourself continuously. Maybe ask yourself, can I look at this differently? Can I bring something new to this that nobody have thought of? Can I find a solution that can I uh, propose a solution I've noticed worked in other situations? You know, it may work, it may not work, but at least I try my best to give something new. And I think when you force yourself to, to ask yourself these questions over and over again continuously, after a while you begin to train your mindset to, to, to reward yourself for coming up with new ideas. So in a way you think about it, if you constantly mentally reward yourself for coming up with new ideas and saying that, hey, you know, it's a good Thing I, I suggested something new today. That means you're getting over the fear of proposing something new as well as you are training yourself to keep on asking, can you see things differently in any given situation? And the reason is because, you know, if we think about it, the mind is like a muscle that tightens up after a period of time. And we always have a set way of dealing with things. We have a set way of thinking things through. We have a set way of coming up with frameworks that allow us to solve problems. And this is also good, uh, but however, this also means that we are stuck with consistency and familiarity. And after a time, if you think about it, whenever you're working on a problem or idea, um, your focus sometimes gets very narrow, and sometimes you end up developing tunnel vision. It's because you can all you can see is the problem, and you're trying to like, quickly get it fixed. But for some reason, you know, sometimes it's just not working, and the harder you try, sometimes the problem doesn't get even resolved at the end because you're using the same level of mindset. So I think what helps you solve a problem sometimes is coming out through a different solution. And that, that means that you have to tap in your creative side. So end of the day, I think the, the way you can tap in your creative side is to stop judging everything that crosses your path, is to stop shooting every single thing that comes your path. For example, if someone suggests something, you know, instead of saying that that seems ridiculous, maybe try to understand the logic of how the person arrives at that, that solution that he or she wants to propose to you. And another tip that was highlighted in this book, Mastery by Robert Greene, when it comes to stimulating a creative side is that you should allow for, for a break in between tasks. And that is because sometimes when your mind is constantly actively trying to fix a problem, the moment you take a break, Sometimes it's giving you the perspective that you need, as in you're stepping far away from the problem and sort of resting your brain and then coming back to it and seeing that problem with fresh eyes. Or it could be the situation where that you ask somebody else that has like is a third party and a complete objective and when they see something and point something out, suddenly they give a new perspective that you can use. And that also means is that you must be willing to get people involved 
into looking at the problem with you. And at times, yeah, you know, it, it sometimes uh, it's not about you trying to de- it's not about you developing dependence on other people how to fix your problems, but I think it's about you welcoming a different perspective that that you couldn't get at a certain period of time. So I think it's about also asking for help when you actually need it and also welcoming different people's point of view because I think uh, sometimes we get so fixed about listening to people that echo back the same thing as the way we think that we exclude people that present a different viewpoint. So I think when it comes to solving problems, sometimes if you're not able to get to the level where you're you're harnessing and tapping a lot of your creative side to fix them, sometimes it works to just include somebody else in temporarily and also uh, still exercise your own judgment and also independence of thought but just take this opportunity to welcome someone that can give you new insight and one of the and another part of this book actually discusses one thing um, when it comes to why people cannot tap into the creative side and that's usually when they fall into emotional pitfalls they fall into pitfalls of conservatism which also means um the way they think about the world is conservative in the sense that anything that's different and new and rebels against something that's been done always, they feel very fearful to try it. So to get to the level where you're a creative person and you're tapping the creative side means that sometimes you have to understand why the rules were constructed in the way you solve a problem and then you have to experiment with them and also test them. So in other words, it's about understanding the boundary of how you deal with a problem and then if you're not brave enough or you're not uh, experimental enough to try something that's completely different you try to tweak certain things that you know how to deal with the problem and, and see from there you know is there something else so basically you're taking many many risks at one point in time and eventually some maybe later you feel completely comfortable to try something else that's also new as well another thing about emotional pitfalls that sometimes stop us from being creative is this. Um, we have a level of dependency to other people, as in we look at other people to set standards for us. And when that happens, that sort of forces, uh, that sort of stops us from trying further. We become very stagnant because if we think a certain level of standard is okay and we are constantly looking for someone to give us the green light to to, to whether something is okay or not, that means that we don't have our own internal mechanisms. We don't have our own internal standards. And end of the day, to get to a mastery level at your industry or profession or, or goal in life, you have to develop a high level of independence. And that also means is that you have to have certain checkmark or certain benchmark uh, within yourself is that if you're, co- if you're confident your work um, achieve, achieves a certain level of standard that you're happy with, then, you know, you then have a sense of satisfaction that you can operate and and do something of a certain quality that you're proud of and you're not overly being dependent on other people to tell you whether your work is great or not and also i think another thing about um harnessing creative side of your mind is that uh, most people tend to have this thing impatience where you know instead of coming out something new because coming out something new requires us to take a bit of time to think things through and sometimes we are rushing we're impatient we tend to sort of just lose that that uh, willingness to try something new because you know we we rather do something that's test and tried and true, and we just like familiarity sometimes because it's just way more conven- convenient, and I think it's understandable. But at the same time, if we want to gain a whole ne- level of capability, skill sets, and even level of of 
a life that we want to experience, we have to sometimes think out of the box and also think and tap more into the creative side. So that means is that we have to be able to keep our mind open to other ways of how we can deal with problems, how we can fix them, how we can develop the mentality to to fix things and, and see things through. And also I think that's uh, the 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 more the most important thing I think we should keep in our heads is that we have to sometimes understand when we're fixing a problem, it's not about us trying to try something new, but when we can link a problem to something larger than us, then it sort of changes the level of attention we give our problem. If we think our problem means that if we fix this problem, we can develop better skill sets, better troubleshooting skill sets and things like that, chances are we are now more invested into coming up with a creative solution. Uh, we, we try our best to go beyond what our normal capabilities are because we feel that there is some value in in expanding our skill sets. There's some value in feeling temporary pain while we're trying to look for a solution to a problem. So I think that's it. I mean, that's basically this, this chapter of mastery from Robert Greene for me. And I think it's it's there's always value in expanding your perspective in life. Uh, however, I think some perspective may not some lessons that you life doesn't come to you immediately. However, because you expose yourself to different perspectives, it sort of opens your mind a little bit until the point where maybe right time, right place, right content, then your mind truly understands what has been expressed to you months or years before this. Uh, so I think that's importance of actually being creative because creativity also makes us feel like life uh, Creativity also gives us the variety of how we look at things and also how we expand our perspective. And that also means that we know there's more than one way of how to deal with problems. And I think that's something good to actually keep track of in our day-to-day -day life.